0: Thank you for listening to Heather Dubrow's World with me, Heather Dubrow on Podcast One. It's Heather, world. It's a world. Oh, Heather world. Yeah. world. This is Heather Dubrow's world, and now you can live in it two times a week right here on Podcast One. Welcome back, everybody! Oh my gosh. One of my favorite, favorite guests on the show today. He's a little bit of everything. I mean, he's the host with the most, and I could list his credits for hours, but he's also my friend. I absolutely love him. Please welcome Justin Sylvester. Hello, hello. Yeah, yeah. We need sound effects.
1: You survived. Which thing? (laughs) (laughs) Just being back in general.
0: No. Oh, you mean the show. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on the show. But right before we started, we were talking about my hair because yesterday it was like kind of did and now it's done, not done at all. Um, so Scott King, who is um, – see, we shouldn't even say his name. It's like letting his secret out. Oh, it's so
1: tough. I feel so bad for you guys because once it happens – we're all screwed. We're
0: all screwed. So I love him. He does my hair. And honestly, the way I got him was from Lisa Serena, So, you know, I've known Lisa for like 30 years, I think. And, um, sure. She always looks fabulous. And so when you want, when you need someone new, you kind of like take a look around and see yeah. like what's going on. And, you know, historically I always do my own hair and makeup, but like, I'm, Fucking old. And I don't want to look that closely in the mirror anymore. This is what this is what I've decided that I'm not getting surgery. I'm just standing back farther and letting someone else do the whole thing.
1: <laughs> and by the way, you're successful. You make your own money. You can do hair and makeup. You deserve it.
0: No, totally. It wasn't about that. I just don't like sitting in the chair. I don't like it. Just I'm antsy. I don't I don't do people don't understand this. But I mean, I don't do a lot of maintenance. Like I hate even getting my nails done. I do not like sitting. So it's not my thing. And by the way, your whole thing that you've been doing on your Instagram lately with your hairdressing thing,
1: it's a wreck dead. It's a wreck. I don't know how people ask me all the time. And I'm just like, I don't know why I'm this way. Why <laughs> did that pop in my head? Why did I think to turn myself into a hairstylist? Like, I just, I don't know. But you know, for me, I often imagine, cause you know, I worked at Chris McMillan for years.
0: I don't know if I knew that. Ooh.
1: So in between working for Kyle and getting E, I worked at Chris McMillan and I used to control the front desk. So every celebrity that would come in yes okay you guys
0: if you don't know who chris mcmillan is he's like a very very famous hair uh, guru and he most famous for jennifer aniston
1: yes he gave jennifer the rachel
0: yeah and
1: i noticed that everyone tells their hairstylist everything
0: everything
1: it's weird yes So I, I even tell my hairstylist everything and and she's in there for 10 minutes, but she knows my whole goddamn life. (laughs) Like if I ever go missing the person who's getting the most
0: airtime on Dateline is my goddamn hair and makeup. people. They know everything. (laughs) There was a meme somewhere recently that said something like, work friends, you know, you never talk to them or see them outside of work, but they know that, you know, you were poisoning your ex, you know, like, they know those crazy things, like, why do we share with those people?
1: It's weird. I think it's because you're at your most vulnerable Like when you sit in a hair and makeup chair with somebody, you just at your most vulnerable because you're stripped down, you're trusting them with, with your skin, your hair. And it's just that moment, but they're also therapists. Like they understand the job.
0: Yes. They understand the assignment for me. I think, you know, because I started out in scripted, like you know, people aren't, especially when you're doing an hour long show, you're together 15 hours a day and they're on top of you. They become like, it's more than a makeup artist or a hairdresser. And, and you know, because you're with the same people every day, they're your best friend, yes. mother, father, confident child, you know, all of it wrapped up into one and they take care of you.
1: 100%. And I always say... <laughs> You need to trust your hair and makeup people. I trust mine with my life, but I also don't want to bring some of that drama home. So it's nice to leave the work drama in the hair and makeup chair and not have to deal like my plants. Don't want to goddamn hear me talk about what my coworker (laughs) told me
0: today. You know, No, it's true. So with Scott, so I had called him and he came over and he did my hair and he was amazing. And I was like, great. So like, we just started working together. And then I didn't realize that the two of you were such great friends. And yeah. And then, so we all like figured that out and talked and everything. So after Scott and I were working together for like, um, I don't know, it was a few months or whatever. I said to him, I go, so be honest, are you, were you surprised that I wasn't like, like very controlling or did he tell you this?
1: No, he didn't tell me this.
0: Okay. I was like, we're used. I go, you could totally tell me. He goes, I was totally surprised. He goes, I absolutely thought you were going to be very nitpicky, like the this and the that and the this, because I am r- strangely, I'm very controlling about certain things. You know, yes. like if, yeah. Wh- type, a, I, oh, type A. Yeah. Because I like things the way I like it if I'm throwing a party. And that's why I tend to use the same like vendors and the same things. Because once you work with someone and they know your shorthand, they get it. They get it and you got it down. And once, I'm, once I have someone that knows me, I can just say, these colors, you know, tell me what you're thinking and just approve it and we're good. And if, if it changes, it's fine. Um, but like when you're with someone for the first time, anyway, so he totally gave me the whole thing. He's like, oh yeah, I thought you were going to be. And now he comes in he goes, well, what do you want to do? I go, I don't know. Here's what I'm wearing. What do you think? And he'll show me. And the only thing he ever, the only moment we ever had that was so funny was I had a pajama. Movie night party for my birthday last week. Uh-huh. And I invited over just like a handful of girls, and we did this party. And I wanted everyone to wear pajamas because I had foot surgery. So I have a boot on one foot. I, you know, I thought this is like, yeah, easy. The easy. It turned out to be like a fancy pajama part, but it was really, really fun. We had the best time. And so Scott comes over, and I'm like, I'm thinking space buns, like, like, Ariana Grande, messy, kind of cool space <laughs> <his> buns. <laughs> and he lo- his face, if you could have seen Scott's face and he goes, "Sure." And I go, "Oh, no, he
1: did it." He put, you no, he did it. Oh, he he did is it. not afraid. He no. is not
0: afraid. He was like, "Sure." And then he started doing it. He was so it was like so like it was, it was so distasteful for him and then finally we switched it up to something else. And now all I do is send him pictures of people wearing space buns. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's going to kill me for telling you this, but, you know, he had a housewife hit list.
0: What's that? Oh, people he wanted to do?
1: People he wanted to do. And yeah, you he's were a, always he's on super- the list.
0: I was? Yes. You
1: were. Whenever he heard you were coming back. That's the first thing he said was I, cause he had a hit, he had Kyle, he had Renna on it and he's done Kyle, he's done Rena, Melissa Gorga. Like he has like a, cause he's a fan, like, you know, we, he and I used to meet up and we would talk about housewives over coffee yeah. and that was our thing every other morning. And, you know, he just had a hit list. Like he was like ready and he wanted to do all the glamorous housewives. You were on
0: the list. That is so sweet. I absolutely love that. And I love him. But our whole point of this whole diatribe was like, you know, you want to share. He's so talented. Like, we have all these amazingly talented people. You know, you want to share it all, but you kind of don't. Because as soon as everyone knows it's a thing, all of a sudden, they're not available for you anymore.
1: It's why Beyonce never tags anybody, which is terrible.
0: Oh. I
1: think it's I still tag. I still tag. You have to tag. You have to tag the people who get you ready. You have to give them credit because a it helps them get more work. Yes, and, and it's B, a village. It's just good karma. Yes, it's a village. It's good karma. No one believes you're doing your own hair and makeup.
0: Well, that's the whole thing with housewives too. I mean, any, you know, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. This is an ensemble show and anyone that thinks they are the queen bee of any of these franchises and that it can't live without them. Bullshit. Doesn't work that way. Um, You
1: are the queen bee.
0: (laughs) Oh, well that's very kind of you, but I'm not, nor do I wish to be.
1: And by the way. way, let me tell you something. That's a good attitude to have because the minute you declare yourself, the minute, You are basically painting a target on your back, not only with other housewives, but with the fans.
0: Well, I feel like I had a target on my back from moment one, which is so funny because I remember when, uh, right when we were doing all the, Press for me coming back. Everyone was like, "Oh, the classy one is coming." All these lovely platitudes, and, and I remember saying a couple of times, "You know, it changes very quickly from style and class and lifestyle to pretentious and obnoxious and snobby." So let's <laughs> see, let's see how quickly the tides turn.
1: <laughs> but if I was, to be honest, if I was a housewife. And, you know, anytime somebody comes on and they have something that I don't have, like, it makes your show look better. Because you are correct. The whole is better than the sum of the parts. And for me, it was like Kathy Hilton joining Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Amazing.
0: By the way, invite me. Take me with you.
1: Right? It's like you just see this opulence and this lifestyle and this home that you've seen on magazine covers, but you've never really seen the inside of And the same with you guys. Like, I love Orange County, but the ladies are living in townhouses sometimes. Like, I need, you know, I just need that housewives. I need that one wife who has that life that I want, that I need.
0: But I think the problem comes down to the way that we are raised. And I think a lot of women are raised to be envious of each other and uh, it's a problem, and mm-hmm. honestly, because I—I mean, I like honestly, I was raised like that. My mom it was very nineteen, it, like was like who did they, who do they know, who who's her dad? Like, why did they get this something? Like, it was always like yes. conspiracy. It was like no, they're just that. And I love—I I talk about this, but like Max, my daughter Max, like she's a singer. She's such a an incredible singer. I don't think that's what she's going to do with her life, but she's just naturally talented. But when she sees other people singing, she, even like f- friends of hers, not just celebrities, like friends yeah. that are singing with the band, you know, they have a band at mass every week. She'll be like, oh, my God, Lana, she's such a brilliant singer. You have to hear her mom. She's so she's just so like appreciative. Like, I love that. That's the way we have to be with each other. And that's the way you got to raise your kids. So I think that's the problem with the housewife thing is that we're still all from this generation that was raised this way. And I think it takes rare people that number one, weren't raised that way, or number two can break the mold out. Break out that mold.
1: But you're also, you needed to find people who are secure in themselves. And a lot of times I feel like what happens in reality TV is, and it happens with a lot of housewives You see a housewife go through season one of the show. She's authentic. She's herself. She's funny. She's quirky. She's not worried about her clothes. She doesn't care about her hair. She's drinking three glasses of wine on camera
0: and talking about partying. And then she she watches it.
1: And then she motherfucking watches it. And then all of a sudden you get Camille Grammer season
0: two. Yeah. I am perfect. This is perfect. See, I feel like I went the other way. I think I got more relaxed as the seasons went on because you know, it was hard for me to go from like scripted to not working and having kids and then coming back and doing reality It was weird for me. And it is a hard thing to jump into, you know, this reality thing. But I mean, for sure, this season uh, among uh, over any of them, I feel I felt like I walked in like, I don't know, let's just see what happens.
1: But let me ask you, there's two things I think yeah. happened. Go One, how old were you when you started Housewives the first time?
0: It was 10 years ago. I was 42 and Coco was nine months old.
1: So you were 42. I see this with Kyle Richards all the time. And I tell this to people, she is more confident and she knows who she is at 52 than she did at 42. Yeah. And there's a, there's a, there's like a complete sense of womanhood and who you are whenever you hit your fifties. It's a weird thing. It's yeah. a weird thing. I agree. And with I, that. and I think the other thing that happened to you that happened to Kyle, and I can say this hundred percent, her kids are much older now hmm. So the PTA, I can't I wonder what people at the school are going to say all that bullshit has gone out the window because your kids are older, they're in college, they're in high school, and you, they understand who you are and what you are and what goes on in your life. So there's no hiding anything. It's
0: so funny that you say that so. Um so Coco's in 5th grade. She's my you know, youngest, right? Yeah. So next year she'll be in middle school, which is like this is my, I keep going this is my last year of elementary school. <laughs> I I people get sad when their kids are growing up. I'm like, I never have to do a poster again. Woo! Oh, yes. you don't want you don't want parent volunteers? Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> like Ouch. check the box. Mommy's done that. I've been daisy troop leader, room mom. I've done all those beautiful milestones. I had a great time. I am done. So, but I did get a call. From the school Ooh. when they heard I was coming back, and they were perfectly nice, but I think I, it was just odd. I was like, uh, I think they were like wondering if I was going to be filming at the school. Like, oh, it doesn't work that way.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. They, you thought, you run, they yeah. thought you were just going to run. They thought you were going to run up with cameras.
0: Yeah, run up with cameras and expose their school. I'm like, I don't want anyone knowing where my kids go to school. Don't worry, you're safe. You're Nothing good. Happening. You're good.
1: This is Heather Dubrow's world.
0: Okay. I love to floss. And if any of you remember, Terry is a crazy flosser. I mean, like to the point where I started having to make videos of him because he was flossing everywhere. But Here's the thing like floss is not all created equal. I found this floss called Cocoa Floss. It was founded by two sisters, a dentist and an artist, and they wanted to make flossing fun, make it motivating, make it delicious, which is great because, you know, my kids, not all of them have been into flossing before. But when I found the Cocoa Floss, I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. So it holds strong, it's super cleansing and breath freshening, more than 500 textured, interwoven. And filaments, giving it a maximal surface area to snatch plaque and debris from between your teeth and gums, leaving you like kissably fresh, non-toxic, eco-friendly, free of parabens, SLS, PFAs, and each spool is made from recycled water bottles. Isn't that awesome? I love the cocoa floss. I love the scents. They're so great. There's coconut, there's mint, there's like a berry one, they'd suck. So- Oh my God. So, so, so good. You're going to love it. And even better, I know you're going to get your kids or those people in your house that do not like to floss. You're going to get them to floss. Go to cocofloss.me slash Heather to get 20% off site-wide and free shipping. Oh, they have a four-piece set. So you can try all four different fragrances. That's Cocoa floss, cocofloss, Floss dot me me coco bloss dot me slash heather and the discount will automatically be applied at checkout all lowercase all orders over twenty dollars ship free in the u.s try it you're gonna love it
1: now back to heather dubrow's world
0: so speaking of like friends and and we were talking about parties for and all this thing all right, I, tell me about morgan stewart 's baby shower. I have to know what was in the favor
1: i this is what this is my problem okay and Everyone says, Oh my God, give me Ciara's prayer. Please give me, you know, Lauren Sanchez's what was that manifestation? Margaret Stewart has never been shy about anything. And she just manifested this whole entire life for herself. And I saw it happen, and it happened over a two-year period. It's really? the weirdest thing ever. It was weird. How? She knew it. She knew it. She knew it. And she you know, knew
0: she was gonna meet him.
1: She had already met him.
0: Okay. She had already met him.
1: They had dated in high school and, you know, wrong, right person, wrong time type of thing. Good. And, you know, unfortunately she had gotten married and again, I might be speaking out of turn and she might kill me for this, but <laughs> she is one of those women who very rarely we find a woman who gets married and says, I don't think this is working and right for me and we both can be happier. I think a lot oh, of times, I love
0: that though. I mean, who wants to live their whole life being miserable?
1: Same. And I was like, damn, this is brave that like you are going there because most women, most girls in their early thirties would have just stuck, stuck it, out. it out. Had a baby, Would had a baby. Yep. They would have like stuck for life. You're stuck for life or for at least 10 years, uh, you know, you're just going to ride it out. But you know, she was very honest with herself and very honest with her partner. And, she, she followed her heart and then met him again quickly after. And it was like overnight. She was happy. She was married. She had two kids. It was nuts. It's
0: and crazy. Now- so, she, so she's going to, obviously, we can't say her due date or anything, but do, let me ask you this. You don't have to say, obviously, but does she know what she's having this time?
1: Oh, she's such a control freak, boo. The day they told her that she could find out, she probably was in that doctor's office. She oh, definitely right. knows what she's but having.
0: But is she telling people or no?
1: She's not telling people yet.
0: Okay. I'm thinking Um, it's a boy.
1: I hope it's a boy. Because you know, she's not gonna have another baby. I think this is it for her. So well,
0: two in two years is a lot on the little body of hers. Is
1: a lot.
0: Yeah. She's handled. She looks so gorgeous. Oh my God. She was wearing this product dress with this little diamond necklace running around her heels, all pregnant. I'm like, now why didn't people look hot when I was pregnant? I was like a (laughs) swollen bag of mess with all of them. It was a disaster.
1: Honey, she's got money. Okay.
0: I had money, money. too. We looked like she- shit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but- at that time, no one did pregnancy like that. There was just there. I mean, to be honest, the the big change in the pregnancy fashion was Liz Lang. And I love Liz. She's been on the show. She's such an incredible woman. And her story is Bonkers, by the way. If you ever want to take a deep dive on that family, I'm gonna.
1: I'm right now. I'm right here. Yeah, listening.
0: it's amazing, and she has a podcast too. Her family is really interesting. Very wealthy. I mean, she talks about all of them. Go, go, take a dive on that. But I'm gonna anyway, take a dive on that. So, Liz, I met Liz. I think I met Liz at Brooke Shields' baby shower. Bougie. Yeah, super bougie, and it was at um, uh, uh, it was uh David Foster's. Wife, um, Yolanda. No, it wasn't Yolanda. It was before Yolanda. It was Ooh,
1: bouge Malibu. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, was it in Malibu? It was a huge estate, rolling grass. Damn. What? Oh, it was. I mean, it was crazy. Wait, was Rena there? Probably Rena. Sh- By the way, if you look
1: back at photos like from like the nineties, I'm sure Rena is like behind. She is just everywhere. It was at Linda just- Thompson's house.
0: Yeah, no, no. It, it was I think she was there. And then also um um uh oh uh Jennifer Grant. Do you know Jennifer Damn. Grant? Um yes. I, I swear she was sitting next to me. We were all in acting class together. Anyway, that's not how I met Brooke, but so anyway, that's how I met Liz Lang, and she was like made pregnancy like fashionable. So there were, you know, you could didn't have to do the yeah. movie. She made like these beautiful things. And she and I became like friendly and she ended up I co-hosted The View when I was, I don't know five months pregnant with the twins. And so she gave me clothes and like this whole wow. thing She made me feel like pretty, <laughs> you know, not like yeah. a swollen mess, but we didn't have like, we didn't dress the way they dress now. This is okay.
1: Like amazing. But let me ask you this question. Yeah. Are you watching in just like that? No. Okay. Have you seen the promos for it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Those women are the same age that the, the golden, golden girls. Girl. So yes, I saw that. mean, women are doing pregnancy different, but women are doing women different. That is such
0: a good point. And by the way, I'm not sorry for it. I think it's hilarious, but I love it. Like I, it's like, it's like those kinds of trends that change. Um, like with weddings, you know, people now have multiple dresses and all like, yes. I, I, I should have had a costume change, man. What happened?
1: It wasn't in the times. No, just, no one did that. I put on a little it.
0: sweater at the end with a little diamant. It was very cute. Wait, go back to the favor. So you had the oh. shower. It was gorgeous. It was very fall themed in... January. So that's why I'm feeling masculine vibes. It was really stunning. I love the way Morgan does a, a dinner party. We're very similar aesthetically. Yes. With our Dinner party vibes. And so I just love seeing what she's doing, but she had these big favor boxes. You know, I am, I always have oh. a favor. I love <sighs> a favor.
1: These favors are good.
0: Are you going to tell me what they were?
1: Yeah. I'm going to tell you some of it. Okay. So
0: there was more, every, than, more than one thing in there.
1: Every favor was customized. Was it sponsored? Or did she buy them? No, she bought it. She didn't know okay. no, that's not her Some people
0: sponsor.
1: Uh-uh. No, no, okay. no. Go. She's not going to do that. No, she's going to buy it. Okay. So first, there was a bottle of Vouv. Okay. And the notes That's just the theme. Yes, yeah, something to pop whenever you're ready to pop. And it was orange, just like the flowers. Right. Um, and then there was condoms. So you don't have two children if you don't want them. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. were, they, uh-huh. were they orange?
1: They were also orange. Good. I love it. Hold on, let me get the box. Let me just get the box. Okay, let's do it.
0: An unboxing. I love it. I can't believe you still have it all in the box, by the way.
1: You know why? Because it was so nicely done. I was afraid to like to do it.
0: But like I'm gonna just show you a part of it.
1: Like everything was like she's so meticulous. She's like you. When she's hosting and entertaining, she's like, you know, it's just Morgan's baby shower. It's super cute. Like it was gorgeous.
0: I love it. Okay.
1: There was condoms they were orange okay just so you know that the theme was still going and they had personalized pajamas with everybody's names on them love it a little personal touch like gorgeous you know just amazing there were some orange chocolates in there you know and then a few personal items per person that she picked out like something special
0: just for you yes just for me. And then what was the filler? Was it like crinkle stuff? Was it tissue paper? It
1: was crinkle stuff. And it was so nicely. Was it Brown? It was Brown. It was like a light Brown. It was so pretty. It really was. And I, you know, I give her a hard time because she, um, I say, will stew on things. Like she won't let anything go. If she's having a baby, she's going to think nine months about the one thing that she has to do before she has the baby. Yeah.
0: I, I get it.
1: So for her, like she stood on these gifts forever and they were so perfect and so nice. And she was so happy and her husband's so amazing. And I really do think that she met her person and it was, it's just beautiful to like share and celebrate her.
0: I love that so much. I can't even tell you. I love, love, love that. So when I put together my birthday party, I literally did it in, it, was, it could have been less than 10 days. It was 16, oh wow. It was 16 women. It was fully if you look at my Instagram it was like fully decorated, favors, entertainment, like the whole thing. But what I'll tell you was interesting about it was it was a little bit nerve-wracking because it was so fast to pull it all together and I'm like Morgan and I like the details. But there was also a little bit of a that you kind of had to let go and you're like, "Yeah, okay, it'll be fine. Okay, that'll be good. Yeah. It'll be
1: okay. 100%. And by <laughs> the way, when you're at that like when you're doing that for an intimate group, sometimes the last minute things are the funnest.
0: Totally. It was the best party. No, the last person left at we started at 5 30. The last person left at 145. It was ridiculous. <laughs> um, okay. So my mom is turning 80. And I should say 80 so she like doesn't get irritated with me. But there we go. 80. So it's her birthday in June and the twins are graduating in May at the end of May. So we're going to do everything like the same weekend. So I'm going to do a dinner party for her, for her birthday. And I know her colors and I know her food and I know her everything, but you know, I was thinking about what to do for the favor and she loves the Chanel cream. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is such a great idea. I'm going to get this cream, this face cream for all the women at the table. I looked up the cream. Do you know how much the cream is?
1: Yes. Let me tell you. Six hundred dollars.
0: Six hundred and like ninety nine dollars. Yeah. yeah. What is it? What is in it?
1: They just went up.
0: What is in the cream? That is bullshit. i I guarantee you, the first ingredient says water.
1: It better say. It better say the tears of Jesus Christ
0: for six hundred and
1: ninety nine. I mean,
0: are you kidding me? The eye of Newt flown in from some other land. <laughs> <laughs> what is in there?
1: I have told this to people for years. If you're buying Chanel cosmetics, if you like a lipstick, if you like a lip liner, if you like an eyeshadow, but, they love to discontinue a motherfucker. Okay, that's first oh, and foremost. That's so why buy I back, up
0: back backlog. Yeah, you got you
1: got to backlog it. Backstop, you got to backlog backstop, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back it. Back it up. Yeah. The second thing is, if you love the beauty and the skincare, or even the purses, if you know you're going to splurge on a purse. About a year, and it's going to be Chanel. You have to really be careful because Chanel will hike up their prices 15 to 30 percent. They just did, if not yearly, it's going to happen by year yearly. So, your little Chanel bag that you wanted that was maybe five thousand dollars last year, 7,500, 7,500,
0: and now you could have got a Kelly for the same price. So that's funny you say that because that's what they're putting all over the internet right now is that Chanel bags are now the same price as Hermes bags. And
1: some Hermes
0: bags. Some Hermes bags. But the thing is, is that, you know, if you understand an Hermes bag is all very handmade, it's like a craftsman piece. If you're into these things and you want to spend your money on that, you know, that's what you spend your money on, but like I, at some point, I mean, like sometimes I, I really don't buy Chanel anymore. Not very often because everything's gotten so expensive and they have blazers like for $30,000. And it's not, it's not even like a handmade beaded. Like, like who is buying that?
1: It is crazy. There are websites out there. I'm not going to throw their names out there because um, they're not paying me, but you can rent. I'm not no. no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. No, I know your, if you have your classic bags, like stick with your classic bags. Buy your, you know, every year your oh my gift to myself, my little YSL black or brown or green. Right. There are websites where you can go and rent a bag for a month, a week, two weeks, three weeks. And it's like Blockbuster.
0: Remember Blockbuster? Yes. And once the store started going down, they'd send you three DVDs. You'd send them back. They send you three more DVDs. It's like that, but bags. Yeah.
1: Yes. Runway. And you can choose, you know, what bags you want, when you want them, when they have them in, and that's wh- with how long. you clothing too. Them.
0: There's clothing. You can also sites do like that, that too. too.
1: Rent so the I, runway.
0: I heard, yeah, rent the runway. But I heard there's a place in Beverly Hills. We're not going to say the name of it. But tell I was me. doing, well, I'm going to tell you after. Because I don't remember the name. I just wrote myself a note to to text the gal from... I did a photo shoot with um, W Magazine the other day. And she was telling me that there is a place in Beverly Hills that a lot of the Beverly Hills housewives go to. And they rent iconic pieces.
1: Um, is it called Albright Library?
0: That's what it's called!
1: I get iconic pieces from there.
0: Tell, explain it to me.
1: If you ever need... Like, if you ever see a Vogue shoot or a um, C Magazine shoot and somebody's wearing vintage Valentino from 1996, it's not just hanging out in their closet. Right. You can go to the Albright Fashion um, library and they have archives of collections of different pieces. And let's say you're going to the Oscars or you're going to a gala and you don't want to spend four thousand dollars on a gown. Four,
0: by the way, those gowns now are nine, ten, fifteen thousand dollars and above.
1: They're outrageous. Outrageous. You you can rent one of those gowns for a fraction of that cost and not have to worry about, you know, oh my God, am I going to wear it once? You just wear it and send it back.
0: Yeah, I'm an idiot. I was born to pay retail. I never get a deal, just so you know. Like, there's a sale rack. At this point, I don't even look because I know it's not going to work out for me. But I was really surprised when I rejoined the show how many people use and, and by the way, this is not, uh, I'm not putting this down. I think this is no. incredibly smart. Like not just borrow, but these kinds of services, there's like the, the bags that come every month and the, yes. and the circulating the clothes. It's so smart because what people don't realize is it's not like a scripted show. No one gives us clothes. We have to buy, we buy all of our own clothes and what they don't show, I'm going to do a thing on my YouTube channel and show all my outfits and tag everything. But I can't tell you how many scenes that I thought they would show. That they, that didn't they don't. Show. It's crazy. Hey,
1: by the way, who has the time and the money to have a different outfit every scene? I mean, you're dealing with. And I I say this nicely, you're doing, you're shooting two to three scenes a day sometimes. It's true. And you have to change, you know, you're also raising four children. You're also running a home. You're also have other projects. You're also do like no one has time to go out and shop. So a lot of the Beverly Hills housewives, I know Atlanta housewives, they use stylists and stylists use libraries and archives. And that's how a lot of people, Marlo at hell started her own archive. Actually. This is Heather Dubrow's world.
0: Do you own or rent your home? Well, sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know, it's easy bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance, along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to geico.com, G-E-I-C-O. Go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's G-E-I-C-O, geico.com.
1: Now back to Heather Dubrow's world.
0: Tell me about Valentine's Day. Do you do like a friend Valentine? Oh, look at the face. Not happy about Valentine's Day. No. No.
1: No. Okay. I'm actually not sad about it. I just like, it's another day for me. Even if I had a man, I think it would just be another day for me.
0: Okay. Max, my daughter is so funny. A couple of years ago, she like she decided she was just going to love herself and she sent herself something every day for the week leading up to Valentine's day. Good for like, her. She sent herself flowers. I mean, it wasn't like anything crazy expensive. she bought herself chocolates. She yes. I mean, like, she just took care of herself for a week. I was like, that is the cutest thing ever. <laughs> you got to do it.
1: You have to do it. And I think a lot of times even people who are couples, I feel like couples have it worse than single people because there is this expectation, Pressure. Yeah. especially now with Instagram. Instagram has ruined everybody's minds. Everyone thinks they should be getting a Range Rover for Valentine's Day. With a Yes. Everyone thinks they should be getting a new Chanel bag.
0: Life is not work. expensive. It's too expensive. So I'm happy I don't have a man. All right, well, I usually do a family Valentine's. Oh, that's cute. I love doing family Valentine's day. And so it's on a Monday this year. And I was like, Oh my God, this is like perfect. We'll do our family Valentine's. You know, Terry and I don't need to do Valentine's day and we're going to be in Aspen right after that. Hopefully I'm going to see you there. Yeah. Okay. Do you know when you're going?
1: None until March.
0: Oh, that's sad. I'm skipping
1: president's day. I know. Oh,
0: oh that's sad. All right. Well, I'm going to be there, but, um, some of the family's going to be there, not the whole family, because not everyone likes snow. But we have to go to New York for work. I mean, literally, it's like the worst time ever. We have to leave on Super Bowl Sunday. We're going to be there for Valentine's Day and then work. And then we're coming home Wednesday. I, it, the whole thing is like just like a little bit of a cluster. So I'm going to do my family Valentine's before we go. So we're going to do Smart. it like in advance. But then Terry and I were looking because we're going to be in Manhattan. I'm like, all right, where should we go? But what I hate about Valentine's Day is the preset price fixed bullshit menu that they feel like. They have to throw truffle on everything. There's something molten lava around for des- I everything I hate is like that meal.
1: For two ninety-five. Look, for two ninety-five excluding drinks.
0: Exactly. Or they'll give you a glass of some limo champs.
1: Am- look, amateur night. Yeah. <laughs> It's amateur night.
0: It is. It's totally amateur night. It is
1: amateur night. and like we're going
0: to be there.
1: And by the way, your hotel might have a nice bar where you can get top of the line champagne and order whatever you want because you're a guest at the hotel and you and Terry can have a laugh in that bar.
0: Yeah. Well, I did make a reservation somewhere that I knew would not have a price fix meal. That would be like super fun. And we Holo would enjoy bar. No, we're not. You know what? We're staying downtown.
1: Oh, I like
0: downtown. Yeah. So I love staying downtown when the weather's great because I love meatpacking and I like walking the high line. And, uh, but we're staying downtown um, because everything we're kind of doing is downtown and I just love yeah. the weather and everything. And so I'm allowed to wear a sneaker starting next week. So I will be in sneakers. <laughs> but like- I, <laughs> I know isn't that crazy but I can't wear anything good so that compresses the foot like I have to find an outfit for press like with, it's all gonna be sneakers but I can't do a ton of walking so I just want everything to be sort of localized I don't know Smart. I think it, it's gonna be okay but what I the only thing I don't know and this is what I wanted to ask you is I need a gift for Terry Terry doesn't like gifts. This is very important. He hates, his thing is always, you know what you can get me? Don't spend money. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. But then like I buy him like things he likes or needs, like clothing or yeah. face masks and stuff like that. But I, like he has all that. Is there any like cool guy thing out there?
1: Is Terry like a car guy?
0: He's not an anything guy. He's not He's an a a anything guy. guy.
1: <laughs> you see, it's like so top. Um, top. Does Terry like a good Like, three-day weekend?
0: Yeah, he likes time off. That's what he likes. That's what I'm giving him, basically.
1: I think you should give Terry three nights at the Gary. Oh, we've been there. Have you guys been?
0: Yeah. I love the Gary. It's great.
1: I think that you should be like, hey, Terry, we're going to have three nights at the Gary. I'm going to have Scott King put my hair up, half up, half down, like you like it. (laughs) And we're going to go to the Amangiri. And I'm going to get Friday and Saturday. And if you want to stay Sunday, Monday, you're more than welcome to put your Amex down. But we're going to go to the Amangiri. Or, like, have you been to the one in um, Jackson Hole?
0: No. Is that called the Amangani? Yes.
1: Yes. And it's gorgeous. We need to go there. Gorgeous. It is unbelievable. Um, Or have you been, I mean, you like the sand, obviously. You like a Mexico trip.
0: Yeah. We have one planned. We're going to go um, the day after I planned a trip for the day after uh, the reunion.
1: And uh, you and Terry, or are you and the kids and Terry? Just me and Terry. Oh, amazing. Where are you staying?
0: We stay at Zedun. Where's that? Oh, it's so nice. It's actually a Ritz Carlton property. And when we were in Cabo on the show, I wanted to try to stay there, but you know, the people are so weird about filming. I don't understand why people don't want us to film places. Like it's such great advertisement.
1: You know, I have two words for you, Kelly Dodd. Yeah, well,
0: that I, I have news. That didn't do us any favors. And that's been brought up a lot of times when we asked to film places. I called a lot of people and got us to film in different restaurants and stuff because they were like, well, who's coming? Exactly. Yeah, no, no, it, you're right. That is a big deal. Um, but hopefully the tides are turning now. Um, so, But I love Zadoon and I love... Uh, they have the nicest spa. I mean, You have got to go there, Justin. You would love it. It's one of the nicest spas I've ever been to. It's gorgeous. They have beautiful like clothing in the spa. It's um, you walk through this like foliage to get in there, and then they have the most interesting, beautiful pool that feels like a, Ooh. it feels like you're you're in another world. And the treatments are incredible. I mean, you could be anywhere in the world.
1: Anywhere. But you know, that's what I like. I like a vacation when I go to Cabo. We normally stay at Chileno Bay, but I also go to uh, the Four Seasons Los Cabos.
0: That's at, but it's far.
1: Which is what I like because uh, if you go with a group of friends, I like to be so far from the action that no one wants to leave. Like uh, so you actually are spending time, but you're not concerned about what time we have to go to this restaurant and what time we have to be at this club and when is when is zip lining. There's none of that. Right. You're on the beach, you're at the pool, there's four restaurants Take a pick, which one you want to do tonight. And you just have a relaxing time. That's what I like the most.
0: So when we're with friends, I mean, we don't travel with large groups, right? So we either, although with our family, it is a large group. But when I'm with the kids, that's a different trip. But when we're alone or we're with like uh, our the Bellas, like our best friends, we travel, the four of us, we yeah. have like a system. We're really good. We're not codependent. We're good. But I like staying at Zadun because it's closer to San Jose del Cabo. And I yes. like- Acre and Flora Farms, and I like to go to San Jose. It's quieter. I, Cabo San Lucas is just too much of a scene for me. I, I don't go to clubs and stuff like that. That's not for me. But on the other, they have such great restaurants and shopping and little stores now. And there's a lot of um, expats living there. So there's a lot yes. of Americans that are living, especially on that side. So there's just like a, there's just like a lot to do there, and you still get culture. There's cobblestone streets. There's a town square. There, you know, you feel like you're yeah, in you're in Mexico. Yeah, which I love. Now you went to Tulum. Yes. Which I've never been to. I looked at it once, but then I thought, is it too sleepy for us? Like I don't want it to be dead.
1: It ain't sleepy. That's for sure.
0: Oh. So it is think? not sleepy. Oh, it's
1: not you sleep- are no, it's a party. It's party. Oh. It is a party. It is nice. It is alive. The problem with Tulum is, and is going to hate me for saying this, you should have went five years ago before everybody discovered it.
0: Oh, it's too, it's too crowded and a little riff raffy now?
1: There's like a wiener schnitzel there. Like, you know, like you, before you caught it, before the roads were paved, when there was like, you know, donkeys like on the roads, like it was amazing.
0: Um, <laughs> Give me some flavor.
1: Yes, it was some flavor, like it just you didn't want to wear you good shoes there. It was like one of those trips. But with that being said, there's still some great moments to be had there. Like the B Tulum is so pretty and it's like such like a great resort and like the town is phenomenal and the restaurants are great and all of those things are really nice. You wouldn't go there with kids.
0: Right. Like right. you would
1: not bring your kids there.
0: No, this is like couples and friends.
1: Yes, but you you can do that in Coreas. Like you could go to Oaxaca, you can oh go to Oh my god. I
0: you know, I went to Coreas before anything was there because my parents this is like, I mean, like over like 23 years ago or something. My parents were looking to buy a a place in Mexico. They ended up living yeah. in Puerto Vallarta for t- 20 years. But um we went to Correas, and there was nothing there. There was like a piece of a hotel, yeah. and it was you know past Barro de Navidad, like all the way out there, and and uh, and there was one little bar, and I met this one family that, had, thank God, had like two kids that were around our age. It was <laughs> so. It was like nothing was there, and now it's like a different.
1: Oh, it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. Have you been to Zihuataneo?
0: No. I always wanted to go because after Shawshank Redemption, I was like, that's like the most beautiful place ever.
1: I'm about to hook you all the way up, okay? I'm going to send you a link to the house (gasps) that we stayed at. Um, It is unreal, but you have to go with people that you really like.
0: No, no, I'm looking because what I realize with my kids in general and just when we're traveling, because uh, look, there's six of us and yeah. the twins are going to college next year. And they're and Kat is in high school. Like we're sort of at the age where they need to bring friends um, because it's better for everyone. And so staying at a hotel can be like insanely expensive with all the rooms and then you're not really hanging out together so and yes. honestly like the lobbies and the whole thing especially now being back on housewives like i i want to stay more at
1: uh home I'm about to give it to we, you
0: which we used to do but now even more like i would love to do that you gotta hook me up with that oh
1: i'm gonna hook you up with the greatest then thing you've ever found in your life this is heather dubrow's world Hey, everyone, it's me, Caitlin Bristow, host of Off the Vine podcast, and I'm currently on tour with Dancing with the Stars, which is an actual dream come true. I'm still podcasting from the road with a long list of incredible upcoming guests, including Rachel Lindsay, Busy Phillips, Chrishell Staus, and some other dancers that I'm on tour with. And I'm answering your voicemails live on my show. So be sure to head over and subscribe so you don't miss out. Now back to Heather Dubrow's world.
0: Justin, I want to get your take on the episode this week, but I know you haven't seen it yet, so I'm no, going no, to go, tonight. So I'm gonna so either tomorrow on Daily Pop or I'll have you back on. But I'm very curious to get your take on it. Um,
1: oh, I can't wait! Well. I can't wait.
0: Okay, so we're gonna move on from that. Um, you're in marry me? Crazy. Tell me,
1: nuts. Well, we don't know if we're, I'm gonna marry me yet because anything could happen between okay, now give and me February
0: J Lo's big movie coming out.
1: J Lo's big movie coming out. Long story short, they call me and they say, "Hey, I just interviewed her for Super Bowl." This happened two years ago. Okay. I just interviewed her for Super Bowl. We had the greatest time. She was filming her Pepsi commercial. She um, invited me to Super Bowl and didn't end up happening, but a few weeks later, she hit me up, her people, and they were like, hey, would you want to act in this movie? We have a part that we think you'd be perfect for, and I was like, sure. They were like, send us your reel. So I sent my reel, long story short, they called me back, they're like, hey, get on a flight on Monday, we're going to need you here for Tuesday." I was like, okay. Where, where,
0: were, where were they filming?
1: In New York.
0: Oh my God. Best scenario ever. Lo, New York, first class ticket. It was everything. I love it.
1: So they were like, come to New York. We'll send you your, your script, your slides, or whatever they call them sides, side, sides,
0: sides. Good.
1: So they gave me like the two pages. I was like, great. I had no clue. Like, what was
0: your character?
1: My character was basically me. I was oh, right. interviewing. Okay. I was interviewing her manager. You know, talking to the guy about what's about to happen and like you know whatever the whole thing is. You know, so I do it and it's great and it's awesome and we're I'm killing it and the guy is so comfortable.
0: Is J Lo in the scene?
1: No, it's oh. just me and the guy. Okay, which is why I you know on the page it just was me and the guy. So I was yeah. really excited. Yeah. They say okay, cut. We're gonna go wide bring Jennifer in <gasps> and I was like, wait, what, you know, this is my first time acting. I don't know what the lingo means. I don't know what means. Go why? Like, I don't get it. So the director comes up to me, she goes, hi, what we're going to do is you're going to do that all over again, but we're going to take this camera. We're going to, we're going to come to you and then we're going to flip over the side of the, of the railing. Cause we're in a loft. So there's a downstairs hi. and then there's open upstairs. We're going to flip over a loft and then I'm going to pan to Jennifer. And I look down and she's there hair, makeup moment, 11 dancers. We're going into the dance sequence of the movie. Do it. So I'm shitting on myself.
0: Oh my God.
1: And I said, um, so if I fuck up, She has to start all over again. She goes, yeah, and we're losing light. So we're going to need you to do this in one take. (gasps) Uh, uh, Honestly, I'm not even joking you. I blacked out. I don't know if the camera hit me in my face. I don't know if I made sense. I'm pretty sure I was speaking fluent Spanish and I can't. I don't know what was going on. I don't know. What happened when I came to? They were like, "Thank you, that's a wrap for today." Thank you, good job. And everybody on a movie set is so like cut and dry because i it's it's time is money, money yeah, is No time. one holds
0: your hand. No one's like, "That was great." Da, da, da. No, yay, no that's a wrap. I
1: then leave. I don't tell anyone for three years that I'm gonna marry me because you know, as an actor, you get a part on a show. All of a sudden, something You're changes. On the floor, cutting room floor. You're on the cutting room floor. So I didn't say shit to anyone. I go to my girlfriend Stacy Kramer's house. This is like four months ago in yeah. November. I go to my girlfriend Stacy Kramer's house. Keep in mind the movie got backed up three times because of COVID. Right. I go to my girlfriend Stacey Kramer's house, and her husband is the chairman of Universal, who's doing the movie. And he goes, oh, my God, saw you in some dailies. I saw you in the Marry Me, but, you know, Final Cut. I was like, oh, crazy. I didn't even I didn't think I was going to make it. And he goes, what are you talking about? He goes, you set up the whole movie. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, your dialogue sets up the whole movie. And I'm like, wait, hold on, because I didn't know where my I didn't know where my script was or started or ended.
0: Page one, scene one.
1: They didn't even send me that. That's how low key they were. So in my mind, I'm still like, I'm not telling anybody. This movie could get pushed back. This movie could get cut. Anything.
0: Anything. I'm you know,
1: I could get canceled tomorrow. Knock (laughs) on wood, and they'll cut me out of the movie. I, I don't know. I'm in at work and someone is watching the Marry Me trailer, and I hear my voice, and I almost die.
0: Stop it.
1: So I made the trailer.
0: <gasps>
1: so you don't understand this about me. I can I can do a lot of things. I cannot watch myself
0: oh, I get on that. screen.
1: I can't I hear I can watch myself. I can't hear myself.
0: Yeah, it's hard hearing your own voice. I'm not good at that either. Oh,
1: so I don't know if I'm gonna have the nuts to go see the movie.
0: <gasps> what do you mean? We need a party.
1: I can't do it. I can't. And you know the sad part about it is the good thing about it is. I think my part is in the beginning of the movie, so (laughs) I'm going to maybe go five minutes late
0: and then walk into the movie. Stop it. You can't. You've got to watch it. Come on.
1: Because I heard the movie is amazing.
0: I bet. But you set up the whole... I mean, Justin, this is huge. You know what? It is huge. I just don't
1: think... I don't think I have the nuts. I've been on Daily Pop for five years. I can tell you how many. I can count on this hand, how many episodes I've watched.
0: No, I get it. I'm like that too. And so, and it's funny because Terry's the exact opposite. He'll watch himself like literally (laughs) on a loop botched is on again right now and he was like he says we have a group family text he sends us clips he's and we're like all right we saw the show (laughs) you know he's got four jokes he tells the same four we We're like okay that's hilarious honey we love you
1: i love terry oh my god he watches it
0: over and over and over again all right i i'm now i'm like if i wasn't already excited to watch the j-lo movie i'm gonna watch i'm gonna is it coming out like just in the theaters or are you gonna be able to stream it
1: no, the perfect part about it is you can stream it at Peacock or in the movie theater. When does it come out? It comes out Valentine's Day.
0: See, if I weren't in New York, I'd have you come over and watch it in my movie theater.
1: By the way, you know, we should do because we've been talking about this gay dinner that we want to do at your house that everybody has. I don't know how the word got out. I literally told Bragoreski. Scott King, my friend, Luke Nero, who owns Donkey D's and Strut in Orange County. Brad Goreski is coming. Is
0: Gary coming?
1: Gary's coming. Okay. And then one more. We haven't filled the fifth seat yet. I
0: got 11 around my table.
1: Great. So we'll fill it up. It'll be the gayest thing you've ever done in your life.
0: Uh, By the way, I'm totally in. Let's, let's plan it for March or April. Yeah. We'll get everybody COVID tested. It'll be fun. Yeah. Well, I'm in, I love it. I love a dinner party. Oh my God. I love that. All right. So you, you played a clip the other day with Oprah. Yes. And it was iconic. Okay. So crazy. Crazy. So I met Oprah once at her show in Chicago. My no. parents, yeah, my parents had a place in Chicago. They were, my dad was commuting back and forth. So they ended up getting a place there for a couple of years. And my mom, I was obsessed, you know, it's Oprah. So yeah. I was like, please t- get tickets to the audience. So we got tickets to the audience. I will never forget it. It was when Rain Man came out around that time. Cause she had an autistic savant on there that played the piano, and oh, wow. could, like play anything. And then after the show, I don't know how many years she did this for, but after the show, she would stand there and, greet everyone as they left the studio audience no yes and so i got to have like it's like having your moment with the queen like it was like the the most incredible thing ever and i just like being in her presence was amazing so and i will never she wouldn't remember me obviously from adam but it was like it meant so much as I think everyone that meets her feels this way. But you had like this insane moment with her, where she's like, "This is when your life is beginning." I think you were turning thirty, right?
1: I was turning thirty. By the way, I started E in May of May of that year.
0: Yeah, she. Told this me.
1: was November seventh. My birthday was the next day. And I had done no red carpet interviews before. That was like one of the first two or three that I ever did. Really? Yes. And they sent me out to Oprah. Like, it was like, (laughs) hey. Well, like dip a toe in? Hello? Hello? You can see me. I'm like, at some point the mic's like here and I just drop it. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to cry. Like, I don't, I have no idea what is going on, but that was one of the first ever celebrity interviews I did. It was the day before my 30th birthday
0: that it was just crazy. I loved crazy. it so much. Like it filled my heart. I watched it a couple of times because I was like she's so special, you're so special, but it's like those those moments where you interact with people um yeah. that means so much. That's why I get crazy when I hear when a celebrity is not nice or, you know, doesn't say, you don't know, want to take a picture with someone. Like it's like, you know, that Thank you. Anyone that gives yes. a shit, thank you so much. And if we've touched anyone's lives, and I keep talking about this, but one of the reasons we came back on the show is because, you know, we got four kids, different ages, different genders, different sexual orientations, and I really wanted to open up conversations in other yeah. people's houses. And there's a few scenes on the sh- on the show this season that are coming up that I, I'm really hoping... Uh, some, like with Max we've seen that already but there's other scenes that are coming up that I think are are going to do just that and I'm so proud of it. So even with all the like the drama and the bullshit and everything, I'm so happy about that. But that's yeah. the jobs like we get to do all this cool great stuff but you know you got to that's the, how we give back.
1: But let me tell you this because I have been in situations not myself personally because if I see somebody And I could be losing a toe at the same moment. I'm going to turn it on because I know that it took some guts for you to walk up and say hi, and I'm going to try to do it. But I have been around people, other celebrities that I didn't even really know. Like I was, I was in Aspen one time and I ended up in a, um, in a, um, what do you call this? A gondola. Yeah. With someone who was a big celebrity okay. and he was not having it. It was not his day. Like he was in a shitty mood. He was just not having it. And he was, you know, behind me in line. And I could feel it. Like yeah. you just know. You know, I'm on a show. And were
0: people bugging him on the line?
1: So then we get into the gondola, this guy, a couple gets in and they start the guy starts the guy starts and he's like you know man Uh and i said hey today is not his day i think he's going through something he's having a day maybe let's just take the photo and then let's because you know those gondolas can take a minute oh yeah so we get out of the gondola and the guy was like oh my god like thank you like i really appreciate that and da, da, da. and I looked at him and I said, I work in this business and I see people who have to come in when they don't want to come in and have to turn it on. So I can feel your energy, but at the same time, a little goes a long way. If you can just say, Hey man, today in my day, like I'm just, I'm having it. People will understand that Be instead of we respect that I ran into him three years later and I was like, hi. And he goes, guy from the gondola. <laughs> you know, I use, and I was like, yes. And he goes, you know, I use that all the time now when I'm, not, when I'm in a mode, a mode and when I'm not feeling it, like I just say it and you're right. People are respectful of it.
0: That and, is so cool.
1: And, but that's what I mean. Like sometimes as a public figure, I'm not a celebrity. I am a, um, I tell people all the time, I'm not famous. I'm recognizable. Right. And s- with that comes a little bit of responsibility. And when I'm not feeling it, I just pretend I'm Wayne Brady. And that helps me because everyone thinks I'm Wayne Brady anyway.
0: Okay. Who was it?
1: I, oh, I can't say because, you know, I see him now.
0: Crime with Gaffleck.
1: No, <laughs> no. But that's a good guess. Ooh, it's right in that area, too. Oh, that's a good guess.
0: Darn it. That's such a good guess. Oh, my God. That's, such, right. that's
1: actually a really good guess.
0: All right. Well, I adore you i loved having you here you are phenomenal i'm going to see you very early tomorrow morning i may look exactly like this on zoom for daily pop does (laughs) everyone wear does everyone wear makeup and glam for daily pop these days on zoom
1: you know what's really crazy is yes but are you doing skype
0: i don't know they send me the link
1: oh because if you have a skype do you know that you can do the facial appearance thing on skype it's actually really good
0: I never use filters and I, I mean, like if I take professional pictures, obviously they always like, you know, you oh, yeah. fix them and whatever. But, um, when I do things like this, I don't do filters. I don't face tune. I don't do any of that. Cause I don't want people to meet me in the real world and be like, Oh, that's what you really look. Wow.
1: You know, people have, by the way, a lot of people that we know have that issue Yes. And it backfires, especially yeah. when they end up on a talk show and they look different than yeah. what their photos look like. And then you have to answer for why this looks this way.
0: Or even in person, you know, you just meet people on the street or whatever. I don't know. I just, I, I, I you know, this is me. This is me at this age doing the best I can. Oh,
1: and 100%. So and you're doing well. I don't have to
0: put on makeup
1: tomorrow. <laughs> no, come as you want. And by the way, you can say, girl, we're friends. Like, Let's go. I'm comfortable with you and we can have fun.
0: Okay, good. I love it. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. Tell everyone how to find you. Um, Marry Me is coming out. (laughs) Everyone's got to go see it. February 14th. Tell everyone how to find you on social media. Yeah.
1: Find me at Justin A. Sylvester on Instagram. You can find me at Justin Sylvester TV on TikTok. I have some funny shit on there, but every day, Ten nine central daily pop. You can catch me. We have a great time every day on E come join us. Love you, babe. I'll see you tomorrow. Love you too. I'll see you tomorrow. Honey. This is Heather Dubrow's world. Here's Heather.
0: Thank you guys so much for being here. If you have a second, don't forget to leave a five-star review on iTunes. I would so appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to Heather Dubrow's World. Download new episodes every Thursday and Friday on Podcast One, the Podcast One app, or Apple Podcasts. And please make sure to subscribe to the show and leave a lovely five-star rating. Go to Apple Podcasts and say how much you love Heather Dubrow's World. See you next week. Do you own or rent your home? Well, sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to geico.com, G-E-I-C-O. Go to geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's G-E-I-C-O, geico.com.